0: Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by McMillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Hamm. This weekly program features interviews with families and business owners telling their stories and our estate planning professionals presenting timely legal and tax advice and valuable information on giving back to the community. On the program today, we feature a family business success story. Here's estate and trust planning specialist Sherry McMillan in conversation with Robert and Darren Pound of MacArthur Fine Furniture, a third generation family business.
1: So Robert and Darren, it is such a success to have a third generation business. Would you mind sharing that rich history about your business with us today?
0: We're very proud to be uh, third generation uh, members of MacArthur's. Uh, business was started in 1937 by Jerry MacArthur. Uh, who who opened up his his shop in Calgary uh, My grandfather was a salesperson who worked for Jerry and uh, did well with 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 Jerry and, and was a, a very successful salesperson and it came to a point where Jerry just didn't want to uh, continue the business anymore and he didn't have any other family members. That uh, wanted to pursue it or take it over, and my grandfather just had it in his in his blood, and really wanted to uh, to give it a shot. So, uh, in about the '60s, early '60s, uh, they struck a deal where uh, where my grandfather could could take over the ownership and, and keep the name of of Macarthur's, and and really uh, just sunk his teeth into it. Um, so he w- really was the one that that uh, we look up to because it was uh, my grandfather and, and my two uncles and my mom and my my dad that that shepherded this all along the way, uh, you know, through highs and lows, recessions and new products and all the challenges of businesses in general. And we've sort of moved forward to to try and continue that tradition, but also try and get a niche and 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 put our own little take on it and our own little. Uh, um, you know imprint on the business
1: obviously you must have grown up around the business it was part of your life I assume
2: yeah absolutely I mean uh, you know it, it it doesn't feel like work because of that you know I mean I remember playing around in the store and playing around the elevator and and it's just it just became the environment that was like a secondary home in a sense so you know you watched your family well you know you, you go out for like family dinners and, and, and on holidays and such like that and it just It was all the same i mean you're at work with these people and then you're at home uh, at home with these people and you have you know holidays with these people so it just it just felt like a unison that it was just it didn't feel like work you know if anything so it was really really neat it's a different dynamic than than getting out there and, and working for someone where you go to work and then you go home and it feels like two separate lives where this feels all intertwined together as one which is really unique in that way
1: it certainly is a success, I think, for families when you have to set up boundaries of work and play, um, because they are two different kinds of relationships.
0: C- uh, completely, uh, that that was and continues to be, you know, a big issue. Um, where where do you uh, draw the line when you talk of business, and and where where do you sort of blend in in the family component? Um, very dynamic with three generations, lots of family members and kids involved, um, and and what we found is there's really no rule book. You have really have to find the boundaries with each other. You really have to uh, be really open to communication, really have to have a lot of trust, and uh, um, I think trust is the big one around that uh, because uh, you just can't turn it off. It is all-consuming, and it's a lifestyle, and when when family does marry into it or uh, become a part of it, that's that take that's a learning curve, you know.
1: Certainly. Yeah. Now, how do you separate um, generations above you's wisdom with modern progression in business, and how do you integrate and honor that?
2: Well, I kind of look at it as uh, the same way growing up, looking at your folks. You're hopefully you're going to take the best from both. Right, you're growing up. You say, "I like those morals. I like those beliefs. I like that way of doing things." It's kind of the same way of 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 looking at, you know, being a next generation in a business. You got to do the same thing because you're gonna, you you know, growing up, you saw the pitfalls, you saw the mistakes, you saw, but at the same time, all the great things that were done. It's kind of the same idea. I mean, when um, one of the things that uh, we were told to do is get out and do our own thing first. Right. And the great thing on doing that is, is you're really able to get an idea of what's going on in the world and other companies and other ways of running things. And then, you know, take that knowledge and bring it back because the worst thing you want to do is just be encompassed by the one because you can become really isolated that way. And you really get um, a mixed sense of, of where a business should go or can go sometimes. Um, and it, that that outside education is, is very valuable.
1: Certainly now, what is your modern approach to business today and your customer service?
0: well, I mean the, the on the customer service end that that really is our business and and looking back uh, you know I had some really great teachers uh, in our family that uh, had some clear ideas of how you treat your customer and how you appreciate the business that that they do give you and how you look after them uh, after uh, the transaction is made so that really is our principle of how we how we do things Um uh, but but there also is the new consumer, and the consumer is always changing, and our business is a design-oriented business where homes are changing and looks and lifestyles are changing. So there always has to be that progression. Um, so the way we approach it is is basically just really looking into what the industry is, is, is giving out. We have a really great network that uh, Darren and I rely on, um, uh, across across North America, other retailers, other leaders in the industry that are really advising us and and, and showing us some of the directions things are going, um, that's really helping out. Um, and then just listening to our, our customer, our customer at the end of the day, they're coming to our store. I mean, our, our our locations aren't near shopping malls or gas stations; they're destination locations. So, getting that feedback and closing that loop on what our customers looking for is always our best. Uh, best way to move forward
2: the um you, you really hit it is the customer service i mean that's that's the thing that I, i'm more passionate about than anything because you, you buy a table today it's the new table it's great you talk about it, you talk but it, then it just becomes part of the home and then by the time you want to go back and you buy, buy something new again you don't think about the table you think about the experience you had and that's the important thing, because that's what's going to drive you back. Now, in today's society, where it's very much a throwaway society, um, the customer service level is getting diminished. It's getting washed away by the flashy prices or the flashy advertisement whereas you know we're staying true to how we take care of our customers giving them the experience that you know of coming into the store that they are important that we do care and we do cater to to their needs um my one of my favorite stories I like telling is I have the gentleman that came in uh and we saw a line called stickly which is um a very um unique uh product made right out of uh, the state of New York and um gentleman came in and said i bought this from you guys from your grandfather 20 years ago i've had this problem with with the table it's been kind of acting up every time we have a holiday is the only time we open it um i just thought wanted to mention that to you well we took the table back after 20 years we sent it back to the factory we had it fixed and we sent it back to him no charge and he was blown away you know and that's that's the level of the commitment that we have with our vendors standing behind the product that we sell. And it's the experiences we're selling, it's the memories we're selling, because he's, again, this is the customers using this table for holidays. So he's got all these memories around this table, right? And we value how he looks at this. And because we value how they look at what we're providing them, and the memories we're providing them that they can make on this stuff. Um, it's just one of those stories that's really cool how, how well that the people that we represent with with the vendors that we sell is is such a good 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 product to stand behind
1: evidently Darren and Robert you both have strengths and they are coming through even in our program today how do you use those strengths as two brothers running a business
2: well um, I truly believe that that uh, you have to identify your your strengths you can't just go off a title Um, And with that, I mean, and if you identify and really work towards the strengths that you are passionate about, you're going to succeed more so than just carry a title. Um, And myself, like I spoke about before, is when I went out into the world and worked at some other companies, fortunately for me, the past two companies I worked for were family businesses as well. And the dynamic I saw between the brothers that they had uh, uh, inspired me to really know how people can work together and how people can really um, just collaborate and, and, and work through things and, and not aggressively. And that was the one thing when I came back, when we came into, uh, back into the business Robert and myself, and I sat him down I said, listen, this is where we're going to know if we're going to be able to work together or not. If we can take criticism, if we can take suggestions, if we can work together and, and, and you know, and position ourselves where we feel each other are strong in, 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 in such positions, so...
0: Yeah, I mean that that it, it was organic. There was really nothing where mom and dad sat us down and said, "You know, work together, figured out." They gave us freedom. They we 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 both individ- We both came into the business, and you know, at different stages, and and with different careers coming into the business, and and it was organic. I mean, it it took a few years for us to really figure out who this person was again because we really hadn't. Spent a lot of time together uh, because we'd both been out doing our own our own thing, and and uh, but when we came back, it was uh, it, it it wasn't that that hard, and and really, it was it was when the recession came in that that really that was sort of tested when business operations changed. We had to operate a different mindset that we basically just looked at each other and said, okay. Um, I'll bet on you. You bet on me. Let's let's just get in and let's let's get through this.
1: That bet paid off.
0: Yeah, Sherry McMillan will be back with Robert and Darren Pound in a moment. This is the Strong Room.